Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM, and InsideSTL.com. Prepare for glory! Chris Denman and Travis Terrell. We're not here to take part. We're here to take over. We are live. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live! And may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> Welcome welcome to We Are Live. We're live, Chris Demden and Travis Terrell. We're back. We're in St. Louis, the 590 The Fan, KFNS Studios, 105.7 HD2, FM, and InsideSTL.com. Get your texts in. Ask us all those questions that are on your mind from our trip to Memphis. Let's start off with say hello. Matt Rocchio is in studio. He's excited to get things kicked off at the the quick time of 2.05 on the air. What's up, Matt? 205 on the nose. That's right. And that's all that matters. That's how we do it here. Carly Lawrence looks uh, like a debutante today. She's uh, really really feeling it. What's up, Carly? I'm pretty. I'm tired, but I'm happy to be here. You sound good. Thank you. You Gaines. Gaines, how are you? Hello. Hello. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. How How was Memphis for you, Travis? I tell you what, Chris. We came, we saw, we conquered. Suck on that, Memphis. Ha-ha! <laughs> St. Louis in the building. What, what? It was a great time. Big thanks to the Grizzlies and the FedEx Forum for having us. Uh, got to take in my first NBA game, man. That was uh, that was surreal. We did get a little upset that uh, as Nick Van Exel, who we grew up watching, uh, was passing to players in the warm-ups, as we walked out, nobody offered us a shot. Can I get, can I get one? Hey, hey, come on! Go, go, go! We really wanted to, really bad. Oh, man, really the bad. day was, uh, we had a great time in Memphis. We first of all got to get Let me thanks. tell you about beef. Let me give a. Zebo. Let me give great thanks. Fall, to, uh, eye, elbow, <laughs> fall through. <laughs> I would have loved to have heard you say that to an NBA player. It was a great time. We have to give credit to, of course, our amazing supporters and sponsors, the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, for taking good care of us. It was a fun trip. It was, Everybody a, was so nice. Everyone's extremely hospitable. Southern hospitality lives up to its name. And we got the opportunity to watch pregame. We have an opportunity to watch the guys warm up on the court. And not only watching the NBA players and their element, but watching our very own Carly Lawrence and hers. Sure enough, as we showed up on the court, the lovely uh, grizzly dancers were warming up as well. And may I say, mm-hmm. lovely indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah, they when Carly showed up on the scene, you would have thought it was uh, Michelle Obama. They were, they, so, they were so excited. Started off I'm the Michelle Carly. Obama of Memphis. <laughs> Started at the, ho- oh, at the hotel. Carly, how are you? Yeah, it was weird. It was very weird. As soon really? As checked really? into the hotel. <laughs> There's a random black gentleman. Carly, that you? Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, man. That's racist as hell. Well, he was a black man. What do you want me to do? Yeah, that was was weird. But no, it was great. Did you need anything, Carly? (laughs) Should I get you something? As racist as hell. Okay, that was slightly, yeah. That may have been close. But it was a lot of fun. We we did get a chance to see also the great Nick Van Axel, who was the assistant coach for the Memphis Grizzlies. And Chris and I literally turned into seven-year-old kids. It's like, dude, dude, dude. I'm pretty sure he took Anthony Peeler's job. <laughs> that, that's Nick Van Axel. That's Nick Van Axel. He's in like three Jay-Z songs. And uh, we had an opportunity to watch, of course, the setup for all the festivities that go on throughout an NBA game. So that was cool to watch. We got we saw the brow Anthony Davis also take some shots. It's nothing like seeing a guy that's uh, 7'1", 
that can knock down three pointers like like the free with throws. a soft touch. He was it was very impressive to watch. Mark Gasol, though, I will say this: <laughs> I think I could post him up. Okay, let's I relax. Think so. Let's He's, pump the brakes. He doesn't like taking it in. <laughs> very <laughs> Euro style. <laughs> but oh. Chris is exactly right. There was a moment as we were leaving the court, and the uh, the Grizzly players were finishing their shoot around, where we were this close of going. Yo, over here. Open on the wing, dude. Hey, 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 let me get that. Let me get that. But we just thought maybe, just maybe, that's not the proper way to behave. When yeah, we're and doing we, something we, with our spots. again, thanks again to the Grizzlies and Carly and John and everybody down there. But, um, man, yeah, I uh, I think we made the right move. We for we foregoed, foregone did For good. For good. For, for Gade. For Gacy. For, for good. Mm-hmm. Our media. So we yes! had. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris. I. <laughs> We had the media passes yeah. to look cool still. Yeah. But we had them go ahead and get us some regular seats. We wanted the fan experience. And rightfully so, because we had some commentary throughout the game. In fact, the, the specific can't one do I that remember. with real media yeah, members. And the specific commentary I remember, uh, there was a moment in the first quarter where they were advertising for Faith and Family Night uh, at FedEx Forum. And Travis, after beer number three, decided to say, hey, when they haven't he the night. <laughs> I do like how Chris, for the second or third time in the last year, has really emphasized we're just going to have the Grizzlies, you know, set it up to get us some regular seats because we tell NBA teams what to do. Well, then Gaines then turns to me after I made my heathen comment, and he goes, no, 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 not here. And then Chris, to the right of me, goes, yeah, how about you flip that media pass right on over? <laughs> so, yeah, they were right not to let us into that area. And rightfully so. Now, as we enjoyed the game, my father would join us as well throughout the competition. We all were taking in the NBA competition. And we were looking up trying to find out, hey, where's Carl? (laughs) Has anybody seen Carly in a minute? And then we all of a sudden get a message in our group text. And she's like, hey, idiots, down here. And where is down here, everyone? Carly was courtside. That's right. Half court. Half court. At half court at an NBA basketball game. Carly Lawrence just chilling courtside, waving at us in our seats. And according to Chris, next to the Real Housewives of Memphis. (laughs) It's an elite elite place to sit. Carly was sitting next to Mrs. FedEx, (laughs) I would assume. (laughs) We're not sure. Yeah, shout out to the FedEx family. (laughs) The FedEx family. So nice. Chuck FedEx. Eric. FedEx, Steve uh, FedEx, uh, Stephanie FedEx. No, right. not not Steve. No, just no, Steve. No, no, oh, yeah. but, but Stephanie FedEx and all the kids, they were so nice to let Carly <laughs> sit courtside at an NBA freaking basketball game. I got some good Snapchats. Yes, you did. It was hilarious. We're just all, we're all, we're like four cans of Bud Light deep. And we look up and my dad literally turns to me. He's like, I, I think, I think Carly's on, on courtside. I was like, yes, father. <laughs> Carly is indeed courtside. Because why wouldn't I be? Why wouldn't you be? And then we were hoping that the We Are Live bump was going to be able to bring the Grizz back. They were down by 15 at one point in the third quarter, late in the third. They made a growling comeback. Take it easy. But they ended up short, uh, falling 94-91 to the New Orleans Pelicans. And just so many things to also talk about. We found out what Gaines is like at an athletic event. I've been to a Cardinals game with him before, oh. but got a little taste of what it'd be like to sit by him at a slew basketball game. What, what was his comment, Chris? 
Put him in a body bag, Zebo. <laughs> <laughs> While he was shooting a free throw, and it was very quiet. Right. It was like, well, I, I, I think this is the part where we shut up. It was great seeing Gaines in that element because <laughs> – we did. We became, you would have thought we had been following the Grizzlies for 25 years, <laughs> the way we cheered them well, on last night. It was an easy transition, and again, great fans, great people. Very nice arena, too, and it they have really it set is. up for a Very small sweet. city. Everything's all packed in yes. right there together. Uh, you didn't have to drive you know, 50 places or Uber or wherever, but um, I... I really found a lot of similarities and felt that we could just fit in right away. Yeah. Um, just like our our beloved B-fibbers here in St. Louis, <laughs> old Grizz Nation. Boy, do they not like whenever a highly paid player doesn't make a basket. So yeah. everyone knows, and most people who are well aware, that Mike Conley is presently the highest paid player, not only in basketball, but one of the highest paid players in all the professional sports, bringing in a whopping $30 million a year. <laughs> no, you heard correctly. Yes, Mike Conley, the point guard for the Memphis Grizzlies, brings in 30 million dollars a year he is getting paid more than yes anthony davis yes more than lebron james yes more than Dwayne wade he is the highest paid player yes more than steph more than kd so when you're getting paid more than all those superstars people have high 30 high million dollars you can't hit a free throw <laughs> and poor mike conley by the way is coming off a vertebrae injury i repeat a vertebrae injury the guy put up 17 points last night, and they ended up losing. The Grizzlies are presently in the fifth seed spot in the West. They've taken two out of three from the Golden State Warriors. They have played teams like the Cavaliers and the Spurs very closely throughout the season, and folks were none too happy that Mike Conley could not make a couple free throws. Man, that pressure is ridiculous. Make $30 million, you have to uh, literally ascend your team to the NBA Finals every year. Yeah, and it was it was funny. You know, you've got the, play some defense! <laughs> yep. Everybody has a real Southern accent. It's not just like the watered-down, like, um, Jefferson <laughs> County or Madison County, Missouri, uh, like Southern accent. These are real Southern accents, and you kind of double-takes. But I do, man, major shout-out. People in Memphis are nice, and it is strange, too, when you, like, go into a gas station and the person looks you in the eye and says, hello, how are you? <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here? I don't care for all this politeness. Uh, am I about to get tackled by, like, uh, Terry Tate, gas gas station linebacker? What was, your, what was your favorite shout-out from the crowd? Mine was, a uh, Zebo, do that! Yeah. Zebo, do that! Yeah, that was and a Zebo nice one. <laughs> he's setting up the offense. They I don't do, think he's doing much of anything They speak right of him with the reverence of a, uh, of a of a blue hair at a Cardinals game. Speaking of a, a a hustly white guy, yes, they, they oh Zebo Zebo is Zebo. He is the Bo Hart of the Memphis Grizzlies, which is funny. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the other crowd yells. I mean, I always like the the make the ball hit the shot. I like that. <laughs> you think it's that's like, worse? Oh, than they the haven't guy. thought of that. That's, you think that's worse than the guy at the hockey game? They go shoot the puck on net. Oh, uh, hockey fans are a special kind of annoying. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, hockey hockey dudes. Um, I've found. In my experience with some, not all, they're guys that did never really play any sports, but for some reason they've kind of hooked on to hockey and they don't realize like it's not just like shoot it, you do it. There's a nuance to it. There's a there's more to it, and they're just so angry. They almost treat it like they would treat like World of Warcraft or or another like likely you know, like video game. So it was a bunch of other creepy things. Was it also creepy that? 
there were moments where when the Memphis Grizzly girls were on the court dancing, Carly would immediately jump right into her own routine. Mm -hmm. That was weird. (laughs) She didn't miss a beat. Like, Carly... How badly, Carly, did you want to rehearse with the girls when we arrived at the arena last night? Very badly. Why did, did you, just... you guys, Did you see me when I was? Well, I probably didn't because I was way so down far on the court. But I was, dancing, <laughs> I was dancing in the tunnels with them for a little bit until I started sloshing a beverage on a child sitting next to me. Well, of course but... you did. <laughs> we were at that point of the evening. And then the really cool part. And I forget these things because I just didn't go to a ton of basketball games anymore because we're so busy and obviously haven't been to a ton of NBA games. But I like the trampoline dunks. I am a fan Jeez. of the trampoline dunks. The kings dunks. of the court. Gaines, what were you ta- telling us about the uh, in-game entertainment? They're, they, like, revolutionized it for the NBA. The, Mem- the Grizzlies did. Really? They were, I mean, they were one of the first people to plan out, like, even every single song that they're playing Every single thing. And, Carly, you were saying the Grizzlies were uh, named one of the best – like fan experienced uh, professional teams in all of sports, not just the NBA, but in all four major sports. Yes, and, and yeah, and all four of them, and even just the affordability, just the experience, everything, just the entertainment value, and they deserve it. They really do. They're the, on that list every year. I'll say that about everybody in St. Louis, I feel like, goes down to Memphis. But yeah, check out a game when you're down there. But I do like that Memphis's like uh, surged pricings for their you know athlete athletic events and their touristy areas which they're bloated for memphis the pricing is like the regular pricing in st louis no i feel like you know like a stadium drink is about you know it's it's not what it costs at a cardinal game that's for sure no it didn't and i thought everything as you mentioned chris considering where fedex form is located literally right next to beal that made it that much more enjoyable i think the entire setup they have right now in downtown memphis when it comes to surrounding venues around FedEx Farm was perfect because, again, you can still keep the night kicking sure. if you just step right outside on Beal, go up and down and see some really cool dive-esque bars, the cleanest dive bars we've ever been into in our entire lives. Yeah, and we'll tell you more about that. We'll go to the text line for a second, 855-282-8255. Plenty coming in. Sugar Shane asks, so who ended up being the power bottom? Travis. No, As always. Did anyone sleep with Travis? I'm curious if it's true that once you go black, you never go back. Chris, you were in bed with him. That was not true. That was a quick picture before was, we went out. That was and it was Gaines' bed. Pepe sending in the newest hot craze in the meme game for Travis. Oh boy! It says hey, dancer baby girls. <laughs> I like that. That's a good new meme. Now, did I try to propose out. to seven of the Grizzlies girls as soon as we arrived? Yes. I love did Carly I love you interview yourself? Did Carly try to stop me? Absolutely. <laughs> Was I even close to marrying a grizzly girl? Possibly. Can Carly make that happen? I sure hope so. More texts coming in, <laughs> Travis. I'd like to cordially invite Travis to the post weigh-in orgy behind the dumpster at Hot Shots tomorrow. Jesus Christ. Good Hipster at Tower Grove South. Good Lord, Things man. are already firing so up for Timber Fake or? versus Ryan Kelly. I'm about to say, can we go back to Memphis? I feel like the texts were so much cleaner down there. Yeah, and the Wright City Lemming asked if the Bud Light Daredevils were there at halftime. The Bud Light Daredevils were there. <laughs> it was funny. I, do you think you guys could be the kings of the court? You think you can be the trampoline dunkers? Do you think you can pull that off? I don't need a trampoline. Damn. Tell us about it, Gaines. What, what would your What would your yeah, signature well, move be? Considering Gaines' size, he will fly over the backboard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or through the trampoline, I think would have been a better joke. Um, he's, he's stuck. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we well, gotta that, we gotta keep the game going. 
I'm scared. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys are mean. Medic. Moving a little slow today, Gainsy? Oh, for sure. Do you hear, <laughs> you hear, you hear the, it in his voice? The defeat in his voice? <laughs> you sound like you got your ass. Well, that catfish and ribs took him out. I know. <laughs> Let's, shall we... <clears throat> Shall we fast forward to the evening as well after the basketball game? Shall we do that? Kept it relatively <laughs> tame. Travis fanboyed out. Uh, Carly went and played with a puppy somewhere, and the three of us, we watched some music. It was fun, but we did end up grabbing some food before we went, went home. Surprise. Shocking, right? And, uh, and Trav, you can tell it through your eyes, and then I can explain the logic. Okay, let's do this. This is the best part. Now, of course, when... There's a lot of rules that go into play when you go out of town. And uh, for the for people of color, we understand that when you're in another city, you know the rules when it comes to the authority. Mm, interesting. Or, or police departments. You, you, you just probably should not uh, get on their bad side, especially in a city that isn't yours. So we decide to. So grab you're saying some it's not okay to politely say hello or chat up officers in another at center. all under any circumstances. You just, you just do treat not them. speak to police officers on a strip notoriously known for a bunch of drunk people. Beale Street is notorious for it's a party place where night in and night out, especially on random Wednesday afternoons after an NBA game, where people get pretty inebriated. And try to be uber friendly at one thirty two in the morning. Oh, it wasn't that late at all. You should not perhaps do that when it comes to the law. Now, we decide to go grab some food and we walk into this lovely establishment. And there are two large black police officers sitting down enjoying their meal. I walk past them like a normal human being. Chris looks down at the food that the police officers are eating, but he continues on his way. Gaines. I paused. And then I kept moving, yeah, and wisely so. And then, but our own Michael Gaines decides to look at their food, stop, and and what did you proceed to do, Michael? I said, "What's good on the menu here?" You very normal, polite question. Hello, constable. Listen. What are you eating? <laughs> I'm a, I'm I'm from out of town. I want to know what's good to eat. Did here. you say it like that? I said, "Blue what's lives good on the menu? matter, sir." Hi, I'm Michael Gaines. <laughs> I said, "What's good on the menu?" I did say that. And what did they say to you? They said, "She's good on the menu." And there was no woman in the room, so I don't get the joke. <laughs> it was really I, weird. I was like, ha, and they ha. started staring at me, like, "Get this gorilla away from us." I was like, "Ha, okay." And, and then I walked away. They wanted no parts of you, so you go. We go into the uh, the kitchen, go into the dining area, if you will, uh, to get our food. And Gaines proceeds to sit down at a table, puts his jacket on the chair, and then he gets up, goes to the bathroom, or washes hands. And there's a lovely lady Memphis Police Department she was officer. Husky. She was husky. She had a bad in, attitude. She comes in through the side door and she's chatting up with some folks at a table right next to ours. Memphians. Memphians. Memphisonians. Amphibians. And, yes, there you go. They could oh, smell. They could one. smell the Yankee all over our table. <laughs> Gaines returns back from the bathroom and Gaines, the lady is right next to Gaines' chair. Gaines proceeds to try to get to his chair and bumps into the police officer. So Gaines, bump, would you call it a bump? Would you call it your your jacket? Did touched, you touch your the jacket? Officer. Your no, jacket my chair touched, did. Your my jacket chair or chair did. touched her jacket. So you took a chair and slammed it over the back of okay. the okay. police officer. Okay. Right. So your chair, but you, your chair did bump up against the police officer. Barely. No. Okay. It was a. It grazed her jacket. And this is my favorite part. I want now. This is the my favorite part of the entire story. 
Gaines and Chris, tell me what you guys said to the police officer. Well, so first she like got all defensive, Ooh, and then I did. was like, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. And then she was like, oh, you know, you, you can't be brushing up on me. And I was like, I mean, I was sitting here. This was my chair. He's, the jacket was he's on literally there. Saying this, no! he's and, literally saying this, by the way. He's literally saying this, by the way. And then I'm like, do you want me to move the chair? And she's like, no, you can't be blocking pathways. And to and, which, Chris, you say what? Blocking pathways to the other three chairs where people sit? He says this to a police officer. Good question. Good question. It, it, it lacked oh, logic. No, no, no. It hold lacked, on, Rock. It lacked logic. I want to let them finish. Go ahead, Chris. It lacked logic. Well, okay. so then, so I defiantly move my chair yes. to the head of the table yes. to block the real walkway <laughs> as to not inconvenience this police officer from talking to people. Then, oh yeah, oh yeah. Then here we go. She goes to the other room. I'm excited for Rock to follow up on questions. She she goes to the other room, tells on me to the other two police officers (laughs) that I asked what was on the menu. Now I have all three of those police officers looking at me. For once, it wasn't Travis. And you know they're like, oh, that was the dumbass kid that asked what's on the menu. Yeah, he's got a real attitude problem. All right, now Rocky, what is your question? My very first question is, Travis, at what point did you just go? Did you just go, man? Oh, must be nice to be white. No, 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 no. no, I wish Uh, my arm is sore from him going. I literally go. You're right, Rock. I'm glad you brought that up. I don't know exactly the point. And I go at when this is all happening. I go. All right, guys. (laughs) Now is not the time to get into any interaction with the Memphis Police Department. To which Chris said, "What? What did you say, Chris? I don't even." Chris essentially said, "Well, we were right. Yeah, (laughs) we were." And I go, "Do you think they give a crap that you think you're right?" Even if you are, you do not. I, and then she I, walked away when, or she had enough. Whenever I was like, "I'm sorry, but the, the seats." I was like, "Blocking the seats where people sit." It doesn't matter. This is Memphis. They have had 74 episodes on the first 48. Okay, and what example did I give you, Gaines? Especially when we travel in the South. And Rockio, this is the example yeah. I gave them to illustrate how important it is to behave properly with the authorities when in the South. What did and I say, Gaines? This is when Travis kind of won the argument. He said, uh, "Gaines, have you seen my cousin Vinny?" And I was like, <laughs> "That's a really good point." The first time I ever. I think the first time I ever was going to get on 55 South past Herculaneum, my mother was like, Matthew, there are things called kangaroo courts. There you go. <laughs> All right? There you go. And they, they're they a fan of them pretty much everywhere south of here. Now, you she go. let me know that at 16. There you go. Look, man, now, they don't Travis, care about your you damn had... lawyers. They don't care about your mama. <laughs> they don't care about your life. If your name was Michael FedEx, they wouldn't have give a damn. Now, Travis, you had an interesting theory this morning of okay. how it would have turned out. Oh, I night. said, I said, well, well, naturally, what would have happened was when it was all said and done, I would have still ended up shot. <laughs> and in the police report, it would have read black man coerced two young, sweet, two, lone yes. wolf white males into harassing right. a police officer. The, the Negro fellow <laughs> had, uh, had was upset at the, at the menu choices and uh, and really just had enough. And, and although he looks very peaceful and calm and didn't even appear to interact with the officers, we understood what he was vibing I know, to. I, and I remember him literally leaning over, whispering into one of the white fellows' ear, Black Lives Matter. And we immediately knew That's it was right. a problem. It was and trouble. And he used his black Jedi mind tricks to convince <laughs> the white males to harass the black police officer. That's how it was going to be written up, and I would have had 17 bullet holes in my back. I'm honestly just surprised that the show didn't open up with Travis just screaming, 
Dear Dom. Must be nice. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I looked Something at it. I, I looked at it almost. It was hilarious because it was a it was a complete visualization of, of everything you've thought of everything about? in the sense, and not even to be funny, but it was Chris and Gaines were right. <laughs> it don't matter, bruh. It don't matter. That's where you just have to get up and just walk away or pretend anything that happened. I love Chris's reaction. Chris was really, Chris was visibly bothered because she was rude, but she's also a police officer yeah, you, and it tax-paying American <laughs> citizens in a private business. There's one part of that story that if you change it, if you just change the one word from Gaines to Travis and Gaines was defiant towards the officer. <laughs> It completely changes the outcome of the night. I, I, my saying is this, and I and everyone knows I have a tremendous amount of respect for law enforcement, but I don't mess with them. They don't mess with me. That's how I live my life. That's how essentially I, I go just, about she, it. Travis, Travis, may I? Yes. She drew first blood. Yep. I just wanted to sit down in my chair with my jacket on that chair. <laughs> I, call, I called squatters. I'm surprised. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I was certain that one of us was going to get pepper sprayed. I I think I thought that. Well, I actually thought when she told the two officers, they was going to come over like, there. Whoop well, because, yeah, because they're like, oh, that idiot is that idiot that asked us what's on the menu, and then they were going to come back and like, so do we have a problem, sir? And be like, I don't know. <laughs> I would have literally spoke for you. No, sir, there is no problem here. He is an idiot, and then we would have went about our night. That these fries aren't in my tummy. <laughs> and then what did we order? By the way, we wanted something light. It was it, just about 10 minutes before 2 a.m. Yeah. What did we decide what do, to what order? Is, what is your timeline here? I felt, it just felt so late. Yeah, it, was a it long wasn't. <laughs> We're old. It was kind of late. Though. It was pretty late. But So what did we order? What, Carly, uh, and, and Carly was so mad because Carly, like I said, literally ran off to go play with a puppy, and we didn't see her for the rest of the night. Yeah, a, pup, a puppy. <laughs> a puppy, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at my Snapchat. Mm-hmm. It's puppies galore. Yeah, Travis. Travis. Puppies, all right. What's another name for a dachshund? Wiener dog. Well, in the meantime, we decided to order food, and this really got Carly upset. I what got a cob we... salad. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait. I had a, a a chicken breast. I had him make. I had him pull it. The unsalted one, because I knew they when they broil oh, really? it yeah. in the in the the glaze they use. Rocky, a lot of how salt. much of a lie do you think? This and is? Uh, and I actually I I brought my own avocado slices. Oh, did you? And yeah. then fresh While green. We were be- out at a basketball I had the, game. I had them go across the street to a grocery store. I, I tipped extra. <laughs> in in uh, fact, Travis ordered chicken waffles, and I was like, Travis, are you sure you want thing. that? Here's the thing: if you would have opened up with Chris telling me he got a nice chicken breast, I would have been like, okay, here we go. But Gaines just dropping in off the off the top of the eight meter high rise with Cobb salad. I mean, it's, I'm not, Cobb salad I'm could be a fat guy salad though. They literally yeah, there was a lot of honey mustard. You would have said wedge salad it. maybe. <laughs> Lots of hard boiled. There was a there was a so we order as an appetizer. Oh, I was so upset whenever my uh, glass of water and uh, calming tea that I had. Oh yeah, just um, the, it was just too small. You I, know? The waitress comes over. We got these cheese fries that you could put gumbo on. Those are good. To which we were like, like no, no, no. Jumbo's we, too much. We, we were like, that's too much. We'll just take the pulled pork. <laughs> <laughs> that's just southern poutine. Yeah, basically. So, and then Gaines and Chris proceed to split a large catfish and rib platter. Yes. Which, by the way, 
did not know that was a thing. That's the way to go in Memphis, though. <laughs> hey, can I get the uh, you know the traditional catfish and rib platter, please? <laughs> That's Memphis style serving <laughs> turf, son. Put traditional, world famous. You can order that anywhere, of course. <laughs> that platter is so Your popular standard. together. We call that redneck serving turf. Well, yeah, is that what it's called? Really? Sure. Why oh not? Oh my god, beer, ca- beer cats uh, interjecting into the conversation. I thought Travis was the sexiest person in the arena last night until I saw on Snapchat that kindly Myers was courtside. That girl, fine. Beer cats. Oh, my. Did I, did I say that right? Is kindly Myers a, a person? I have no Carly? idea. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is something. But uh, do we have any phone calls we need to talk to anybody over there? Let's talk to him. What do we got going on today? Who Hello? I wonder who could this be. Hey. Oh, hey, my. it's Mike Lee. I can't wait tomorrow to call that thing. I'll be there at that thing tomorrow. Nice, Mike. Good to hear, buddy. Yeah, I can be, I'll be get up the ring tomorrow, too. Yeah, you excited? Who do you want to yeah, win? I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be up there ring tomorrow. Awesome. Oh, very cool. Are you walking out with Timberfake? Yep. Nice. Well, congratulations, Mike. Are you wearing your Bruce Lee suit? Yeah. Very cool. Did you see that you got Carly Flowers? <laughs> I just want to call. Still mad at me. Well, what's what's the deal? What's going on? I don't what's... know. I, I just still like you, Carly. Oh, you do. Are, yeah. Uh, are you married, Mike Lee? No. Oh, he's not married. You're Carly. not. That's what I heard. Oh. No, Carly. I, I I still like you. I won't be with you. Oh. Oh, well, thank you so much. Well, I think it's good that you guys are you stay still friends. Married? You're you're conf- you're sending me conflicting messages, Mike. Mike Lee. It's very confusing. I, I, I worry about you got somebody else. I worried yeah. about you got somebody else. Who? What do you mean who? He's playing coy, Carl. Look at hey. this. Not yeah. Well, I'm not asking Mary, but you know. <laughs> Solid logic. No, Solid. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait tomorrow. I'll be, <laughs> nice. the, I'll be the thing tomorrow. Classic, Classic Mike Lee. Well awesome. Thanks, Mike. We'll see you tomorrow, buddy. Right, take care, Mike Lee. Are you guys looking for me? Yeah, we always. We're always looking for you, Mike. Thanks, <laughs> Mike Lee. <laughs> oh, man. Fun day here. Oh, my god. Back goodness. in the saddle. We're finally getting it out of our system. No better way than finishing a four-hour drive than uh, listening to a, the sweet sounds of Joe Rogan. And Alex Jones. I saw that. I was like, all right, all you idiots are about to fall asleep anyway. I've been meaning to catch up on Joe Rogan experience. And he had Alex Jones with Eddie Bravo in. And uh, it was, you know what? It. I, I want to listen to the whole thing. Travis, had, he, you did fall asleep did through fall asleep the logical parts of it. Uh, but we got a good hour or so. And that was so interesting to see that. He did bring up a lot of points that Joe Rogan did confirm as facts. That are about it. And I would have thought that Alex Jones, and it's weird to talk about this. I would have thought Alex Jones is very right wing as well, and he doesn't consider himself that. And then a lot of the things he was talking about are, are legit. They're backed by facts Chris, uh, that he was saying. Chris, but Alex Jones he is such a, he's such a kook. <laughs> certainly you know, he sounds, but it was nice to see Joe reel him in and say, well, you say these things that make you look pretty stupid. I like how he glossed over that part. I like how he's like, well, you know, 90% of my conversations are serious. 90%? You sure? Because the last photo I saw of you on your website, it was you with underwear on top of your head. Well, so that's, he actually brought that up. You missed that. When yeah. You were, so when you were no. So I just thought that was fascinating. That yeah, let's absolutely take the time to take you seriously, even though you proudly walk around with underwear on top of your head. Yeah, just the most reputable journalist and scholars in our country 
do that. Let me take you serious, Alex Jones. <laughs> Get out of my face. So that was fun. Yeah. And, but we also had a lot of fun, of course. Um, we had some stirring conversations on our drive up. We talked about. Hey, thanks, everybody, the, for interacting. The Get to Know Your Wall uh, post was a lot of fun. <laughs> what were some of your favorite questions? Do you recall? <sighs> First of all, my hair is not that big of a deal. <laughs> Okay, people, people love giving you crap man. about your hair. Well, now that I've brought it up, it'll become a new topic again. But well, you, you do such a great job. Different. You do such a great job with your hair, though. I mean, you have. Well, thank you. I agree. You. I mean, I. You should get cornrows. any any hair is good hair. Is wow. The uh, the Terrell household saying, right, Rock? <laughs> very true. This is sad and true. But no, I was very proud of all of you uh, and how you were able to not kill each other for. Uh, I guess it ended up being a total of eight hours. Carly and Gaines, though, have gotten to a point where. You two need to work some stuff out. No. He's mean to me. <laughs> what do you have to say to that, Gaines? I just, you know, not a fan of Carly. Damn. He made fun of me when I came downstairs this morning. What did he say to you? I forgot. It was something about me not being pretty, though. <laughs> Damn, Gaines, would you did di- you say that? Would you disagree? Carly, That's you disagree? That's not the point. <laughs> How about this? It's a little the point. We got gift bags in our hotel. We did. Oh man! And there were rows. You can tell Not how gift bag, you can tell how Hoosiers how Hoosier we are. We're like we get <laughs> we get in charge for this. <laughs> no, the first thing I thought. There was free cookies in the lobby too. We took about. We eight. took three when I was distracting them. We were the while Carly was checking in. <laughs> I was putting them yeah. in my purse as I was talking. You to can't him. take our hillbilly asses anywhere. We Chris <laughs> like Lily. Carly, like, Carly, distract them while you're signing your uh, yeah. piece of paper. Gaines and I are going to take eighteen. Highly cookies. recommend the Napoleon. Like, by the way, it yeah. is oh, not a, not a sponsor. No, not at all. Awesome place. And then, Travis made a pillow fort in his room. Oh yes, I did. Look, is it anything better than making pillow forts like at a hotel? Is there anything better than that? I think maxing yes. maxing out the air in your room. Chris likes to go. What do you go? 50, 56, 56 degrees in your room. As low as it goes. I'm sleeping in a. In a it, it's it's a it's a lone bed situation. It's a lone person in the bed situation. So I just make it my own little Antarctica and uh, and snuggle up there, Trav. Man, I I went I, I went ham on that bed last night, man. I went ham. I I just man I. Good lord! And then they have they have different types of pillows. So there are yeah. cotton, there are goose down, there are like Tempur-Pedic. They were so were? awesome. Yes, there are like twenty eight pillows on that bed. Oh, that really? shower was no joke too. Oh man, the shower and it gets everywhere. When did you have it time to everywhere. do all of these? Man, things. we made it happen. We made it well, work. We were yeah, well, on we were time, on time this morning. <laughs> Uh, sorry. <laughs> Chris's phone call woke me up. Uh, oops. <laughs> How about this recaps texting in? I'm assuming this is to me. Your hair is to your body as Big Alice to the world. The worst part. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I love the first question of our getting to know your wall crew came, of course, from inside the car. One Michael Gaines. Can we drop off Carly like right now? We were driving 75 miles per hour down the highway. That just goes to show why this rivalry is heating up. We've been passive aggressively talking on the Friends of Wall page. Aaron Chandler had a great mean one. He goes, <laughs> they were very mean things. You two, literally right next to each other. Do you know how to pronounce Blytheville? Blytheville. Blytheville. I, Blytheville. Again, I Are replied, not even close. I failed miserably. <laughs> I could not answer it correctly. Right, City Lemming, how big was the smoked sausage Travis had, and did he chew it or swallow whole? Wait, wait a damn minute. This is he not, kicked us out the room for that. 
Yeah. Beer cats. Oh, my pronunciation was correct. This is a real person. I guess, were you sitting by this lady last night, Travis? Who was this That's lady? an Instagram picture. Oh. Carly, was that who That's, you were sitting I by? I think it was. Who was she? Wait, really? Kendley Myers. Or like it's, it's, Where was I she don't sitting? Know, it was some, I think oh, she, she, was the, uh, she was the one I made the Real Housewives Oh, was she the blonde about. that was next to her? I don't think that was her, but it was some hot blonde chick that looked like her. Mm. Also, another Ray King says, asked Travis, Travis, why do you make Ray King shave his hair? He shaved his head? No. Any oh. hair? If any hair is good hair, why does Trav make me shave my shrubs? That's not... That's... <laughs> ugh. See, I Got him again, so Ray King. There's so many questions. Sappington Lounge Ledger. Lounge Ledger. Hey, Chris, how many Southern guys did Travis smother in barbecue that was, sauce? Uh, that was... That was... <laughs> shut up. Don't give him the number. Only, yeah. Shut up. Don't give him the number. Three. Also, one thing that you probably shouldn't do, and again, we were like toddlers, like being taken out of the house for the first time. What you shouldn't do, if a fine woman gets up and you're in prime seating section and she looks like she could be one of the player's side piece... Don't openly. Why she gotta be a side piece? Because right. we didn't see a ring on her finger, so you can't openly just say, "Hey, I wonder who Memphis Grizzly side piece that is." You probably shouldn't say that loudly in premium seating area. Not that, that you not did. that we would do anything like that. Not that we would behave SCL, that way. STL Pizza Man asks, "Will any of us be at the fight tomorrow?" We are. We're. Where are we at tomorrow, Gaines? Broadcasting live at uh, South Broadway Athletic Club. Okay, well, if it, I couldn't remember if it was it was out there and uh, if it was a mix-up, then it would be on you now. Like oh. if it was a surprise or something. You oh, like yeah. how I did that? That was yeah. That was the, that was just, well. That was mean. That, that was, was mean. There. No, South Broadway Athletic Club. I guess we're broadcasting live there, two to four tomorrow. It's our last day on two to four. Still figuring out whatever the hell's going on, but something is going to go on, and we're excited about that. A lot of plans in the works, um, but. Yeah, I guess are you, you're gonna go. Gaines, I'll be there, right? I will be there. Yeah, night. Carla, you going? Um, I'm gonna. Aren't you in Timberfake's entourage? I don't oh. know. Don't mm-hmm. ever, please. Mm-hmm. Trav, are you going? I I had other engagements. Yeah, I will be interacting with women folk. If you know, man, what it's I mean. gonna be. I'm sure it's gonna be <laughs> crazy. No and then they're they're uh, kicking no, it off I with have. TMA Live tonight at Hot Shots too. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun lit. time. It's gonna be lit. Hey, and congratulations to the McKernans, huh? Yeah, congrats to them, right? I think you got to name it Christopher, Travis, Terrell, Michael, Rock, Lawrence, Marie McKernan. I like that's a pretty (laughs) name. Their boy that they're expecting—that's the name. That's a pretty name. Gaines can be a first name. (sighs) I like that. Gaines McKernan. Don't do that. Or Jordaire. Oh, shut up. And you should way, write. I want you to write a handwritten letter to McKernan requesting he name his son Jordaire and explain why. Well, I would probably have it named LeBron Jordaire. We'd call it LJ. Oh, Christ. <laughs> You'd call, would you volunteer to be head babysitter? <laughs> yeah. LeBron Jordaire. We call it LJ. I mean, that, that dude would be a stud at sports. Sure. I like that. Yeah. Big congratulations. Then we saw uh, the news this morning. So. Very cool on yeah, the a, uh, on the station front. It was a sto- that story was a roller coaster of emotions. It absolutely, was a coaster of emotion. I feel it did feel like a, like big congratulations. No, to absolutely, both of them. wild. That was it's awesome. Insane. But yeah, so the fight. I mean, it's huge. Sold out. It's going to be a blast. I know they they put some more tickets out there. Um, all going to charity. What? It, it's going to be fun, man. I bet. I bet everybody's going to have a blast raising money for three really good charities. So. More than anything else, no matter what you think of the evening, you're going to raise money for people who need it. So, what would what would a bad charity look like? 
I mean, uh, outside of Coleman. I'm going to say ISIS. <laughs> ISIS. No. Any ISIS charity, probably not a good move. Charity for the mean dogs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the ones that bite you, but like, not enough the, to have them put down. The market. Just enough to kind of rip your jeans. <laughs> <laughs> or the Marcus Vick Dog Fighting Club. Oh. Like, that probably wouldn't be a good no, charity. No, you don't want to do that. For. That's not cool. Yeah, the charity for the uh, kids that aren't very good at math and will probably just be jerks to you at the post office or when money, they grow up. Raise money for young Nazis uniforms. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are going on a conference. They need new uniforms. That probably wouldn't be a cool charity to uh, raise money for. The, uh, the Ledoux Middle School um, laptop fundraiser. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think you guys are all right. <laughs> the Clayton Yacht Club. <laughs> That's probably not. How are we going to wax our yachts? <laughs> hey, Rocky, oh, you used to be rich. Can you Why do you wax have yachts in Clayton? I'm about to say, I don't, I don't know, because they, they can ball us. That's what ballers do. do. That's, That's what, what they do. If you were rich, you would know that. Clearly, you're not. Sorry, broke boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey guys! Did I he have a mirror ass. in front of hey his guys, face? His you know what? I wish I could be as cool as you and wear sunglasses inside. And a look, shirt I'm look sorry. Like the Incredible Hulk. Look, I'm sorry that I Rocky's feelings got hurt. Whoa. Was I know? I know. Tell us how you probably, really feel. He missed us yesterday. <laughs> he missed like, oh man. I don't I'd be it. upset too. We had a great time. I bet he was. Jealous. I mean, sitting <laughs> alone in the studio in St. Charles is probably a blast. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bastard. Gardner and Hoffman were here. Oh. As I said. <laughs> Maybe you would have preferred to be alone. Was Gardner, was he nice to you yesterday? Yeah, was Gardner nice to you? Every Gaines time wasn't we, here to keep him in line. Yeah, was he mean to you? Because we'll slap his ass around. I don't give a damn. Gardner was in y'all. Memphis, guys. We saw him playing a piano <laughs> last night. <laughs> yeah, Gardner and just, Gaines' life... Game's life expectancy just went down by another four and a half years. <laughs> what it? What was the most annoying thing of the entire trip? And it wasn't many. It wasn't really any annoying thing about the entire trip. But there was one that got to me on our ride back, and that, of course, is walking in Memphis, being stuck in my head for another <laughs> another two days. Well, it's like you go into places and you're like, oh, it's being played here because we're the dopes in a tourist <laughs> bar. Like nobody in Memphis is like, oh, I'd sure like to hear that walking in Memphis song for the thirtieth time tonight. It's a bad song. Oh, just, come on. It's well, a bad song. Pro tip, if you're performing Walking in Memphis and you want the crowd to sing some of the parts, maybe just stick with like Walking in Memphis for walking them to sing, not like the, like the actual, intricate <laughs> verses like that maybe people third, don't know. The third stanza. No one knows no. the third stanza <laughs> to Walking in Memphis, pal. Give me a break. <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, if you're walking Good rule in- thumb for any song, never go to the third stanza. Never go third stanza when asking but- for public participation. Would you go to the cuss stanza? Nope, 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 nope. Everyone, just let him sit in it. And here's no, here's no, Rocky. Hold on, I want him to sit in this. You proud of it? No, exactly. And here's why it works: because even with the national anthem, everyone knows never go to the third stanza. Well, the national anthem probably should go further than what it actually is. Hey, if you're standing around in South City tonight, shut up. Go to Southtown Pub. (laughs) Southtown Pub. I'm down to Southtown Pub. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. Southtownpub.net's the website. Great food, great specials every night. Shuttles to and from the Blues game. And even comedy nights, March 1st and 2nd. That's Target Practice Live, people. Come check it out. We're putting on a show with 16 of the best comics in St. Louis. Two-night show. Buy tickets 
on our Facebook page. Go to the Eventbrite link, and uh, we'll see you there. March 1st, March 2nd, our buddy Dylan Palladino coming in from New York City. Do some comedy for that. You'll see Carly. You'll see Travis. You'll see myself. You get an Urban Chestnut beer with your ticket purchase. going to be a blast. Really looking forward to it. You'll even get the chance to uh, to roast Travis and I. It's going to be a lot of fun, very interactive, and a lot of crowd participation. And it's in the Nano Pub, which you can rent out as well. Again, hit them up, southtownpub.net. And uh, we'll be doing another event or, or show there very soon, even before that, I believe. So check them out. Again, Southtown Pub. Man, looking forward to that. Make sure you guys get on there and grab some Target tickets. practice live. It was fun. I, um, I w- there were so many other things we did. I can't believe we got one. We got all that done in one day. It was a blast. And Pete Pranica, the uh, play-by-play guy, was Couldn't great. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. Very nice. And Gaines, what did he do? What did he do when we were watching the shoot around? Oh, he came back up to us. He did the circle back around for a, uh, yeah. a post yeah. a post chat chat. That means he loves us. Let's see right. Dan McLaughlin do that. <laughs> I don't see Kerber coming up to us having conversations with us, but Pete Pranica did. Wow. Hey, breaking news Uh-oh. on We Are Live. Oh, boy. Here we go. Jimmy B texting in. Oh boy, this is too early. It's kind of well. No, dormant, there right? that he's has news covering that. Guys, I just got woken up by my dad. Oh, I was pissed. Uh oh, but for good reason. Oh wow, the old man just hit a hole in one. Only took sixty one years, and we've got a picture of the lovely sir himself. Congratulations to Papa Jimmy B on the hole in one. That's huge. He's got a pick. Got a picture. Oh, lean over in the hole. Jimmy okay. B's dad. All right. All right, cool. Drinks on him at yeah, the clubhouse. Sure. Okay, bro. All right, you leaned over a golf hole. You actually nailed a hole at one. Sure. Trump's America fake news. Very sad. <laughs> Very sad. Very That's sad. a new thing. Courtney D, Travis. Walking to Memphis is a great tune, Travis. You're dead wrong. That's a terrible Boom song. Roasted. Rocky, you mind pulling that song up? It's a terrible song. I do not because it's a great song. No, pull it up right now. That's an awful song. I don't understand. Exactly. It's stupid. And then pull up the lyrics while we're at it. It's a dumb song. It It's aggravating. Like, so is it supposed to be, is it bluegrass? Is it pop? Is it gospel? What is it supposed R&B. to be? Is it? Listen to it. And the freaking keys just grates against your ears. Look. Put on my blue suede shoes and I boarded the plane. This is terrible. Touchdown. Touches your soul, though. Admit that. Isn't there a gospel choir in this? Well, he's is he's there? he's Christian tonight. And why walking in Memphis? Have, think about it. Why? We were walking in Memphis. I wonder what time of day he's walking. You know where his white ass is walking. And what time of day? Like, what part of Memphis is he walking? One West Memphis, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Maybe he was going to the dog track. He wouldn't be walking then. Walking with my feet ten feet off a what does that even mean? In with his feet ten feet off a beal. Why? He's got How drunk are you? He's got up. So st- look at that. The drop of the song. This is to cut it off. Hey, well, the drummer's black. <laughs> I feel like a lie. Is this true? I feel, I feel like this is... This is how you got it's us on the trap. boat. Yeah, this is how you got us on the boat. Yeah. There's a black drummer on the boat, guys. Come on board. Okay. Okay. Uh, come check it out. See for come yourself. Come check, check it out for yourself. It's a trap. Don't you love the ocean? <laughs> Go see the world. Literally. Oh, my God. 
Oh, gosh. This is what happens when you have eight hours in a car. Each other. And I'm really proud we didn't end up killing each other. I'm yeah, very proud kept of the, uh Kept the vehicle clean. Uh, farting was at a minimum. It was. Um, Especially from Carly's end, so- shockingly. You only, uh, you guys only fell asleep for about an hour at bet. the same time. So that was good. <laughs> we, did we literally The three of you. At the same time. All your dumb mouths wide open. And, and then why, and woke up at the same time. And why did we fall asleep? Because... Well, first, we had to make a stop en route to St. Louis uh, because somebody is, uh, I don't know how do you describe it, has the bladder of a four-year-old, and he was the driver, Chris Dunman, and so therefore we had to stop in, what was it? Was it Clansville, Arkansas? Clansville, Arkansas. Was that yes. the name? I think that was the small town. Clantown, USA. <laughs> so we stop in this town that probably hasn't seen a black person in old since 98 and we go to this nice lovely gas station and we were like oh should we get something to eat or snack before we go and like the adults that we were we got subway gas station subways sandwiches and we all passed out 30 minutes later once we got in the car very adult like of us it's a great rundown trav the the drummer is dennis mcdermott and he's white (laughs) I knew Gaines? it. I knew it. We didn't have to kill that illusion you, for him. Thank you, Gaines. <laughs> Gaines ain't going to sell me out like that. Oh, so my goodness. <laughs> Tell you what, guys. It's great to be back in St. Louis here on 590 The Fan. KFNS, it's our uh, tomorrow. Last day on 2 to 4. We're going to take a quick break. Maybe mince about the station a little bit. Maybe uh, Gaines will. Uh, <laughs> maybe Gaines will give Gardner a hug. Menses, I don't know. There's a lot that uh, there's a lot that could be done. The show. It's we are live. We're here. Five nine. The fan. KFNS. One zero five seven HD two FM. InsideSTL. Dot com. Trav. We'll be right back. Cool. Now, back to Chris Denman and Travis Terrell on the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM, and InsideSTL.com. So we ain't really never had no old money. We got a whole lot of new money, though. <laughs> hey! Raindrops. Drop top. Drop top. Expletive. Don't cook in the hot box. Cookies. Expletive. Yep. Expletive. Yeah, that, that, that. Expletive. Welcome back to We Are Live. It's Remix. Not our fault that uh, every hip hop song ever has 18 F bombs minutes. Chris Edmund, Travis Terrell, the show's We Are Live. We got Gaines, we got Carly, Rock on the Board. Hanging out here, lots of texts coming in 855 282 8255. More people upset with your thoughts on the uh, the song there, Travis. But um, yeah, that's. I guess we can move past it. Let me guess. It's mostly white people who shop frequently at Walmart three or four times a week. Uh, the man six one eight texting in. The man singing this song is Jewish. Uh, so white people who shop at Walmart who wear yarmulkes. 
Travis, wrong old Batman. Walking in Memphis is a cool song. Travis, can you spell Yamaka? Yes. Yamaka. Steven Wildwood, a black man wants to put music in a category. Ironic. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bad song. At least let Justin Timberlake remix it, and then I'll give it a shot. How about that? Let JT get a hold of it, and then that'll be cool. Hey, there was a – so apparently yesterday, we yes, we were – Right next to a Instagram model. What's her name? Good eye, beer cat. Kindly yeah. Myers. Kindly yeah. Myers. Okay, yeah. So she was at the bar we were at. Yeah, she, she was, was at the game last the bar night. And the bar we were at afterwards. So yeah, I, I thought she was attractive. I didn't know she was a model, but I've been told she's a social media model. Well, yeah. So I, don't, I don't have her contract in front of me. I, mean, I don't know what it say. says. So she's not with a real agency. She just takes pictures on Instagram and hope for likes. I don't know, Travis. She has 50,000 followers. How many I followers do you have? I have a few money. Five, oh. five or six. Uh, like yesterday, though, seems like people were very excited about this bet. Uh, a Mizzou kid was involved, yeah? Yeah, Mizzou sophomore with uh, WTA tennis player and model. All right, so he made a bet with uh, this really gorgeous, what's her name? Eugenie Bouchard. Bouchard. She she a nice little snowflake. I see you. <laughs> see you, little mama. See, okay, I see. And so uh, Bouchard, like most on the planet watching the Super Bowl, assumed that the New England Patriots would lose when they were down 21-0, to zero, blah, blah, blah. She felt confident, perhaps not confident enough to bet $100,000, in which apparently Charles Barkley did. I didn't know that. Really? Charles Barkley put $100,000? That's Just, shocking. Eh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but uh, she basically felt confident enough to uh, take a follow-up on a dare. If the Patriots had won, she would take... John Gorecki. 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 A 20 Galecki. No, not Johnny Galecki. Galecki. No, that's not him. He's on uh, Rocchio's favorite show, uh, Big Bang Theory. John Gorecki is a 20-year-old Missouri student and on a date. Uh, so, of course, laugh. we all know what happened next. Patriots went on to come back from 25 points down to win the Super Bowl, and Bouchard was on the hook for a date. And indeed, she was a woman of her word. She took the young Jet to a Brooklyn Nets basketball game. Looks like mm-hmm. they lost out on that one. Bazinga. About that one. And they were courtside. Why didn't they go to a Grizz game? I don't know. Just really stupid idiot. Uh, the evening ended in lovely fashion. He gave the young lady a kiss on the cheek. And apparently, the two mm-hmm. might have another date in the future. That's what she said to TMZ. Now, here's my big question, because I thought it was going to be almost a guarantee. Did they not get put on the kiss cam at the game? Oh, man, that's yeah, when you got to slip missed opportunity. Yeah, that's when you got to slip the crew at the Brooklyn Nets game. And I, saw, I thought bill. I saw on Twitter that like somebody said, I-, I know the guy who runs the camera, and I told him to find him. Damn. And I was disappointed when that wasn't part of the story when it came out, because that would have been... I mean. I mean, even if he doesn't do anything, even if he doesn't find you before the game, find the guy. Help a brother out. The guy, the guy went out. Yeah. Com- you know, give him an assist. Yeah, Help I like out. that. I like that line of thinking. Gaines, you're about 2017 being shoot your shot 2017. Yep, shoot your shot. Your thoughts on this young man's uh, cojones to ask out a very hot tennis player and actually win the bet Michael and then Costa? potentially... Well, that's, that's another conversation for another day. But hey, how about this? This is not bad. Shoot your shot, twenty seventeen. Yeah, it, ri- it reminds me of uh, what was that one movie with like Will Smith and Kevin James? Oh God, Switch. Is that what it called? It was Hitch. Hitch. It was called. Hitch. Oh, the song was Switch. the song was Switch. <laughs> and in fact, hey, pull that song up. That's, that's, <laughs> that's better. A good that's one. better than Walking in Memphis. I'll tell you that right now. 
That's better than that song. Ooh, la, la, la. This is pretty cool. Like, no, this so- is, yeah, and it's cool of her to like follow through on that too. Oh, I think that was that's very yeah. Bad. What what would you do? Would you after say winning said date with a celebrity that you had a crush on? What would be your move, or what would you do in order to try to bring on a second date? Would you push for a second date? Yes. Oh, absolutely. By the way, who would your to. crush be? Who would your celebrity? Who's my celeb crush? You, who's your celeb crush? You're wanting to hopefully lose a or win a date with my celeb. It might be Rihanna, dude. And I that's that's too like basic, but I mean, no, God, I ain't bad, man. I ain't bad. It's probably Rihanna. Hold on. First of all, let's listen to this. This is a good song. Look at Chris. Are you tapping your toe over there? You got your hat on backwards, so you must be hip. It's a word to that. Thank you, Rock. That's better than walking in Memphis, and you all know that. Rihanna's a good one. All right, Carly. Celeb crush. Aladdin. <laughs> not, not, not in Trump's America. Let's pull up who voices Aladdin and what he looks like. I think he's actually a relatively attractive looking guy. He's probably hot. He sounds hot. Did you have a thing for Aladdin growing up? Yeah. What so is it about Aladdin? You, did you hit your head as a child? Aladdin sparked my sexual awakening. Oh, did he <laughs> oh my God. Clip that. I'm just kidding. I'm a, that's Stop. Someone's got to clean up that carpet. Let me live. Ew. Oh. <laughs> Brutal. Oh, Christ. the voice of Aladdin was Steve from Full House. Oh, well, he was cute. Let me see. Cute. Steve from Full House? DJ's boyfriend? How did you know that? I didn't, wouldn't have known that. I mean, Full House was a great show. You just don't disrespect the classic. Steve from Full House. Would you holler at Steve from Full House? No, I would. I think Miles, I like Miles Teller. Really, the yeah. from Chris's favorite film that almost made him drop radio and take up drumming, Whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, who's your celebrity crush that you would like to win a date with? Oh, that's a that's an easy one. And we used to talk. Um, her. Oh. You know, here we go. Everybody, hold on to your butts. There's a picture. There's a famous picture of Kate and I. Uh, <laughs> you and Kate has made there. out, uh, made it out there. But I mean, I think, I think if we rekindled things, it'd be different this time. Do you think you could be able? You think you have the moves to push for a second date with Kate Upton? Yeah. I mean, is Verlander out of the picture? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, I don't even know how, what the play would be. What would you do uh, with Rihanna? Yeah. Well, cuz see I I think Rihanna would be a I think a he tough... takes her to a karaoke bar and delights her. Ooh, that's a nice move. That would be a move. Then I but then I'd like get a little drunk, try to do one of her songs and then screw it all up. Yeah, that's <laughs> No, she'd find that charming about you. <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I feel like me and Rihanna would hit it off just like instantly. I think you two would be really right. cool together actually. I think you guys would actually be a really cool couple. I I can see you making that work. Now, Carly and Aladdin, that's going to be weird. That's like a Roger <laughs> Rad- Rabbit situation. Jimmy Jimmy D has a submission okay. for his celebrity crush date. It'd be with Carly. Aww. And he would go with her and Mike Lee to Aww. Steak and Shake for dinner. Aww. And I conveniently left out the middle part. I, I can see why you did. And they would enjoy Mike Lee's employee discount. But he does have that. The next time NFL Network <laughs> is showing the Patriots Falcons game, I think I'm gonna tweet at Rihanna in the like the third quarter. She's like, Hey, bet you the Patriots come back. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That's pretty I think you two would actually have a very peaceful relationship. Did you say you're a celebrity crush? Did I no, miss that? well mine's it wouldn't be so much a celebrity. She's like the mom of a celebrity. And it'd be JPD. Okay. And all right. Why would I mean? I liked it on. better whenever you were hitting on Gaines' mom all the time. <laughs> I call her JoJo. JoJo. 
She is. <laughs> the best thing about. Hey, you want to know the news of where we're going? It's Denver in the afternoons. <laughs> With the, Carly Lawrence as my news girl. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> That's it. You two. Equal. You two. No. <laughs> you turds. You turds take. You turds take your show to community radio. No, we're gonna we're gonna do Farmington Live with uh, JPD. Travis <laughs> Farmington, <laughs> Farmington in the morning. <laughs> that would be pretty dope. Good morning, you know, the, the best road, roadkill on Karsh Boulevard slowing <laughs> school buses. <laughs> the best part about this job is that. Uh, you know, like I said, there are soccer moms and hockey moms. <laughs> we have radio moms. We do. <laughs> JPD. She makes sure she follows her son's show on the Facebook and the Twitter, likes the pages, make sure it's retweeted, make sure it's shared, make sure it has it's been favorited. <laughs> and it's like she makes sure when she drops Chris off at the studio, he has his apple slices. Oh, man, now turn I, that I hat wish. around, Chris. And as soon face. as he gets in the studio, she ain't gonna tell me what to do, and I flip it back. How nice would that be to get driven to the studio every day? <laughs> What's it like, Carly? Ooh, was oh, that nice? What? Ooh. Today was great. Yeah. We all did I ride together. We all rode together. We're. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna make it. We, we have another thirty. I got shotgun. No. Ah, oh. she just called shotgun on your ass. Oh, well, I'm driving. So okay, I'm shotgun. No, doesn't work like that. Mm. Chris, Anybody, you can't change shotgun rules. Anybody Jeez. under six feet tall does. does not get Chris, shotgun. I, I knew rule. he was a heightist. I knew you're a heightist. Yeah. Look at you, typical white male heightist. I should have known. Carly, within the rules, may, we are within eyeshot of the car. Mm-hmm. No, you have to be outside. You can't That's see the rule. car from here. You, you have can't. to be a rule. You got to be within. That's a rule. You have to be outside. Right. I agree with the outside rule, and I can call blitz at any time. What? How can you call blitz? Gaines. The driver gets Gaines. to call Gaines. blitz. I'm not just toss me the blitz. keys. I'll drive us back. You just you call the, uh, it's my car. Deal. You yeah. can't do that. You guys this are completely collusion. using loopholes. Deal. Yeah. What is this is how the world malarkey. works. This is how the world no. works. Welcome to the real world. That's how idiots. Donald Trump becomes president. All right, guys. Why do I have ten notifications on Twitter? What did we do? Did Donald did Donald Trump finally reply back to us? That's the only way I can understand why we had this. Speaking of which, as we were riding back from Memphis, apparently there was a presidential press conference, and uh, I think we missed some stuff. No, yeah, I think it went well. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently all of America missed a lot of stuff because everything's a lie. Nothing that happened hey, in the last hey, month hey, hey, actually guys, happened. Hey, guys, here comes Rocky on his Rachel Maddow point of views. If you don't and like haircut. it, you can leave, Rachel. And he does you got better like flow Rachel. than her. Get out of here. I don't know about that, but it is, it is nice, you though. You kidding me? Your hair is growing, man. With, I that, noticed with that, that weak, thin, bangy crap she's got who has out better, there get out of here who has better bangs she rachel not, maddow rockio or chris denman <laughs> who has better bangs you know i don't put product in my hair and i don't wear a hat one damn morning <laughs> we take a stupid <laughs> selfie and now it's a living thing chris, this is great this is great I, there are a few things that get under chris skin it is uh jpd sharing something on facebook on. and chris's hair he loves it oh it's so delightful <laughs> i think chris was definitely bothered by the the, the speed of which we jumped on that joke. Yeah, you guys were. It was almost as if you were you were hoping for said moment to happen. It was pretty delightful. He 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 started driving like ninety five miles per hour. Every and more time than someone... that, I think Chris was angry because he realized that if his hair is any level of normal, you, Mister Travis Terrell, take the entire brunt of that photo. Mm-hmm. No, that yeah. well true, but then also if you look upon further inspection. Uh, Carly looks like a real goon too. That's true. That's true. So, I think that's Chris is bothered that he somehow 
lost the race Somehow, in that photo. Yeah, it could have just been the, ragging the on these two. The picture of us? Yeah. Why did you pick the one with my arms doing the weird thing? Well, you maybe take better picture. pictures. That's messed up, man. No, you took like seven. And you, you picked the one where I'm like trying did, to change Chris, my pose. Wait a Chris, second. You Chris took does. seven and your hair looked like that? Yeah. I didn't Damn. take, I didn't take yeah, the picture. He did a photo burst. He did a photo burst. He picked it, but you picked it. No, Games you took it and you and edited it. And I handed it. the phone to Carly. Not this. Oh, that one? Yeah, that oh. one. <laughs> that way, Carly. Oh. What's going on in Carly's mind? <laughs> I miss that segment. <laughs> at the bottom of the hour, we're going to be joined okay, by our good friends. At 3.30, we'll talk to Pat Emig, presented by... Our friend and official realtor Andy Hannigan, who's still in Vegas working hard, so uh, we'll get uh, we'll get Pat on here in just a bit to uh, talk about the day's news and sports. Look, guys, when you have an interview with the one and only Pete Pranica on your show, you behave like professionals and you say bottom of the hour. Okay, all right. I don't know how they do it in your little hillbilly neck of the woods where they have illuminated tees up and down the streets, but no. It's called bottom of the hour. Tom Bernanski's bat wing. Wait, that was Chris in that picture. I thought it was a twelve-year-old boy. What a t- what what a terrible hair. <laughs> That's messed up, man. That's messed up. That's true. Wright City Limming. Uh, it's a funny thing. Trying to verify a uh, new station. <laughs> no, not not. That's. <laughs> I can't even I, talk I even about know. it. But Wright even... City Limming. I would like to acknowledge that it was funny. <laughs> One thing we did notice last night at the basketball game that we certainly need to add, especially just in time for Target Practice Live, is a t-shirt gun. Carl, did you ever get a chance to play with a t-shirt gun no, when you were the Grizzlies? No, they wouldn't. Are let you us kidding me? Gosh, no. <laughs> what kind they of liability? <laughs> they only let the clock crew do that. Do you have to go through special training in order to operate that thing? I don't know. They never let me touch well, it. They didn't even let you in within the classroom no. in which it took place. <laughs> Let me step foot in there. By the way, we mentioned this earlier in the show. Don't give us goons media passes. Don't do that. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. Please do Don't give put us that media out there. <laughs> no, you can. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Travis in Chandler Parsons' locker room right now? It's kind of odd. Why is, Just why act he, like you're supposed to be there. Nobody's going to question you. And they didn't. It really felt like to be white. I was like, this is awesome. I can go anywhere and no one will question me at all. And except, just, to, except, just, just, to switch, just to switch things up, I didn't take any responsibility for things, and I complained the entire time. Ooh. <laughs> you know what to do, Rock. You know what to do, Rock. You get your ass over there. That is racist as hell. Thank you, Rock. Speaking of that, I also just got a visual of Travis like screaming at Chandler Parsons like, you're here? This is our game. No, I like Chandler Parsons. He is a uh, he's a guy that I think Carly. Didn't you have comments about Chandler Parsons? He is a good-looking individual. Yes, you did. I feel like there was something else you he's said about him, so especially funny. when you saw his large poster outside of the arena. Mm. His large what? Huh? What? Mm-hmm. Gargoyle. Yep, that's what I heard. No, gargoyle was. You would what, Carly? Yeah. No, no. I don't. really, Carly? Oh, penis joke. <laughs> no, it's pretty close. <laughs> Come on, Carla. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you did. I'm almost certain you did. We literally walking up the FedEx Forum, and you were looking at a very large poster of Chandler Parsons, and you said, "What?" I, just, I don't know what you're talking about. Gaines, can you do your I best really... Carly impersonation and do it for me, please? I'd mount him like a gargoyle. <laughs> Why are you mounting gargoyles? I don't think I. Uh, I'm Travis, I'm stuck at a at a train in East St. Louis. <laughs> can you call someone? Tom Bernanski's that way. I'm not you on your own, dog. 
Gargoyles oh, mount he's, on. He's things. already out of minutes for the month, guys. <laughs> oh, oh, minutes. that's how you oh, said, oh, though. Come on, Rock. Come on, Rock. Come on. Fire it up. Fire it up. That is racist as hell. Thank you. No, it's not, Travis. <laughs> By the way, your damn Boost Mobile Metro PCS jokes I'm getting sick of. I have a normal. You're going to switch it over to Cricket Wireless? Vir- it's Virgin Mobile. <laughs> I have a normal cell phone like normal people. Sure you do, Metro PCS. And by the way, listen, Cricket Wireless. Yeah. And and to eat and how about you eat your words? You met my father again last night. Yeah, so there was a man. There was a man that did somewhat resemble you, Doctor Daddy. He's awesome. He has a higher high ranking in education, and it's very respectful. Uh, you know, I'm still up in the air on this. That could have just been a ruse. What you need a DNA test? Damn it, Denman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I my dad is a grizzly beefibber too. He was yelling at me. Michael Conley only scored seventeen points. You know they're paying him thirty million. <laughs> I am a well aware father. They are paying him thirty million dollars. What do you want him to do? I, I don't know what you want him to do. Not to take the money. Of course he's going to take the my, money. My favorite part is I bet twelve months prior to this, your dad was everyone who was like. Most underrated point guard in the league, Mike Conley. No one understands how good he is. Well, that's the thing when those type of contracts happen is that... It makes fans mad for some reason. And then if you lose a guy like Mike Conley, then what is your franchise? Yeah, what is everyone would have torn them apart for not trying exactly. to sign exactly. him. Let it wasn't Dexter their Fowler hit 220 in August. Sure. I mean, Absolutely. And that's going to happen. And that, But I'm saying is you have to take that into consideration that, as a, I mean, for Mike Conley's sakes, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. But as a fan, what do you want? Like, it, you, if the market says that's what it is and the Grizzlies pay that, if the Grizzlies weren't going to do it, someone was. And if you're the Grizzlies, you're going to rely on Zebo and Chandler Parsons to make you a contender in the Western Conference, and not only that, I mean, it's, he got that contract in a summer when people who, I mean, even more so than just casual media fans, don't know who Tyler Johnson is th- and why he's getting a borderline max contract. So, I like, th- when th- it was when those deals are getting handed out to guys who are average players at best. You just kind of have to roll Well, I think as a fan, what you hear, on. as a fan, I think LeBron even gets this heat, and LeBron's probably going to get this heat next year when he becomes the highest-paid player in the league, when he's bringing in close to $31 million, is that fans, their expectation is much greater with the amount of money that you're bringing in, and I just don't think it's reasonable to expect Mike Conley to be a Westbrook, a Harden, a Steph Curry, but he's a good ball player, but I don't, I don't begrudge. Chris, you should see what Chris gets paid here. Chris is not. You think he's the yeah. best radio yeah. guy in the biz? I do. I do. Really? I do. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. We're oh. going to take a quick break here on the show. It's We Are Live, 590 The Fan, KFNS, 105.7 HD2 FM, InsideSTL.com. Pat Emig with PTI. Pardon the Emig presented by Hannigan Team Realty. Quick break. Be right back. are live now back to chris denman and travis terrell on the all-new 590 the fan 105.7 hd2 fm and inside stl.com all 
Welcome back to We Are Live. Yes, we are. Exciting times in St. Charles. <laughs> Want to know if line changes on remote today? <laughs> wasn't that funny? It wasn't an eggplant in the rear, I'll say that. Oh, God, please. Oh. Chris Denman, Travis Terrell, the shows We Are Live. Excited to be here tomorrow, final day, 2 to 4 p.m. And uh, we'll have more coming soon on what the hell we're doing. Working hard, keeping the show moving forward one way or another. So if you're fancy on the show, go to Facebook, like us, We Are Live Radio, and then join the uh, private Facebook group, Friends of Wall. It's exciting over there, and uh, Travis releases nudes there I, twice what? a week, I, 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 Tuesdays and Sundays. Oh, oh, right God. now, we're filled with integrity, excitement, and many other words. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pat Emick joins for PTI, Pardon the Emick, presented by Hannigan Team Realty. Spanning the World Wide Web to bring you the constant variety of sports, the thrill of a retweet, the agony of a social media mob, the human drama of crazed sports fans, self-important media, and hot takes. This is Pardon the Emig, presented by Hannigan Team Realty. PTI. 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 What's up, Pat? The blues are up. My goodness. <laughs> I love- How about that? What, they're okay. They're they not they, bad. They apparently, uh, hockey general managers and the uh, the fire the coach midseason thing, apparently that can work sometimes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they've – so I, I don't – excuse me if you guys covered this stuff already today. No, we've been and, saving but, it for you, buddy. Oh, okay. Um, and by the way, it's great to have your voices back in St. Louis. We miss you, Pat. The, we love I've you. Been, I've been uh, in the – I love you guys as well. I've been slaying away in the uh, in the lair again, so I uh, I haven't listened to I didn't get to listen to yesterday's show or the beginning of today's show, but I assume you guys had a fantastic time. Oh yeah, Let's had get that out of the blast. way first. No, we yeah, we Carly was peacocking around she like sure crazy. Was she literally had on peacocks? Was she the toast of the town? Man, honestly, she was, and it was really like, oh, you're a real person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Know me. <laughs> we thought she was a cartoon character all along. <laughs> no, you mentioned the blues, man. An I, I've used the uh, phrase "beautiful disaster" for Carly. She liked that. I think <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good one. That's the name of my book when I write one. Oh, that's <laughs> very delightful. That. How I manage. But you did. Yes. You did mention the, the course of St. Louis Blues, two zero win last night. Carter Hutton uh, with another shutout. I believe he's now second. Hutton be shutting. He do good one, Chris. Oh, Ooh, that, that was pretty yeah. good. I th- believe wow. he's now second. Copyright, the- Kristen. <laughs> Second in the NHL uh, with road shutouts. Um, What the hell is happening, and what do we do with our hands? Um, There's a lot to take in because it's all happened very quickly, you know. Um, First off, they just set a franchise record with five straight road wins. They've never swept a five-game road trip before in the history of the Blues. That has never happened. Uh, I think it's weird that it happened that this is the team that it, that did it. Yeah, that's a good point. If that makes sense. Uh, and then I started thinking, I was like, God, this is almost like the Cardinals last year where it's like everything is just upside down. It was just a weird team. And 
weird stuff happening this year with the Blues. I mean, they started out, I think, 14-3 and three at home, and then in the new year, they're 3-6. and six. They started out terrible on the road. In the last, uh, they just swept that five-game road trip, and they've also, I think they're at like 500 now on the road. Uh, and then you go to the coaching change, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out why Hitchcock was brought in as a lame duck, and I, I'm starting to wonder if like part of the reason Doug Armstrong was crying and, and so upset um, at that press conference a few weeks back, I wonder if that was just because he felt like like Hitch fell on the sword and that Hitch had no shot because, you know, maybe it was like almost like Hitch was maybe an insurance for Yo just so that Yo could learn on the job without it being on him. And that that might be completely inaccurate. It's all speculation on my part. I'm not saying I know anything because I don't. Um, But it's just kind of weird because all of a sudden, like you said, they're on fire. Six and one now, I think, under Yo. And their, their defense, Joel Edmondson said after the game last night, he's like, He's like, we've really focused on our defense since uh, the change happened, talking about Yo. And it's like, so essentially they weren't focusing on defense. And from that, the player's interpretation, from his quote, my interpretation of that is that they weren't – that's part of why the goaltending was so bad and what's happened. You just mentioned two shutouts. They've got the best goaltending um, save percentage, I want to say, in the last, like, three or four weeks. It's so – everything's upside down. I don't – Something has to regress, you know, to the norm. Sure. I don't think they play like this all year, but uh, the the you know the thoughts of optimism of them being you know a fifth or a sixth or seventh place team for the playoffs, which I think is completely reasonable and a success uh, if that were to happen. I think it's a lot more possible now than it was five games ago. That's for sure. Is it as simple though, as saying? And I'm not attempting to throw shots when I say this, but I can't help but ask. Are these guys just playing harder for Yo than they did for Hitchcock? Could be. I mean, I think that's part of it. And again, I'm. It's all. I have it with the same outside eye as you guys do. But it's like, you know, he's a younger guy. Hitchcock is old school. Hitchcock also is not only old school, but he's kind of like that Mike Martz, mad scientist, likes to change up the lines and right, just, right. you know. And I think that, you know, that at some point that rubs people the wrong way and. Obviously, Tarasenko and him didn't see eye to eye, no. um, and that that's okay. You can, I mean, teams coexist and win with friction like that. But in this case, you already had your coach that was waiting on deck. Might as well speed up the process and just do it mid-season as opposed to, you know, going in next year, really not knowing. So uh, it's yeah, I, I think you could say maybe that the effort's better just because they're all. Uh, I guess buying in is the phrase that we would use, right? Absolutely. Feels right. Yeah, it looks like it from the outside. I guess, I mean, again, this is then raised the next question. If that's the case, what does it say about the maturity of this team if they feel now they can play harder under Yo than they did under Hitchcock? Well, I think it's just that clash of styles. So, again, Hitchcock is a little bit more old school. Right. And like I said, he's got that added element of also being kind of the scientist. So that could... There's two things going against him for today's younger player. I, and I, my interpretation when I hear players coach um, is a guy that just lets the guys be themselves and, you know, they follow a system, but you're not going to try and shape and mold guys. You're going to let them be kind of free. Um, and that's, I think that's kind of what we're seeing. It's, I mean, Yo, the, Yo's personality, his press conferences compared to Ken Hitchcock's are so mundane. 
because Hitchcock was kind of funny, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But um, it's just it's interesting now. It's like all the talking is being done on the ice as opposed to you know previous under Hitchcock, and that probably is a quote that would look a lot worse than it really is intended to be. But that's just because Hitchcock, I always found to be quite entertaining after those games, especially when they would win. Right. Uh, We did get the news as we were traveling down to Memphis yesterday about, of course, the official word on Alex Reyes. Do the Cardinals need to make a move? Or is it a situation where you want to see a few weeks of spring training go by before you truly take an assessment and decide whether or not to go find someone to replace or try to find someone that can put in the innings that maybe they anticipated for Alex Reyes? I think, uh, I think if I had to guess, they're going to hold back and kind of let the spring take care of itself. Um, you may lose other, another arm or two even. True. You, you might. You might. And I also think um, if you had told me that, that somebody was going to get injured and who would replace them, no matter who the guy was, as long as he was a starter, I never would have thought Rosenthal – but given the fact that O was so good at closing last year, yeah. um, Rosenthal's always wanted to start, and that's kind of the vibe that people down there are saying. It's like, you know, this is a possibility. He could at least walk into it and get a shot at it. So I don't know. I think you got to see what you have there. Um, there's there's not like there's not a lot of guys out there right now anyway. It's not as, as right. a, you know. Um, Carpenter, Chris Carpenter's out there, which would be awesome. Actually, if Chris Carpenter wanted to come pitch, just, they should just have him pitch for one game, just for fun, like a oh, I think so. like a minor league game. I think you'd sell that place out in a, in a heartbeat. I like that. One of the game's greatest cussers. <laughs> We're talking to Pat Emig for PTI, presented by Hannigan Team Realty, and uh, we all wish we were out in Vegas with Andy Hannigan right now. Pat, God, uh, can you just imagine him right now? Well, peac- speaking of peacocking, he's right. probably peacocking <laughs> around that pool, and he's just probably like talking to everybody, like "What's up, nerds?" <laughs> that's a good anecdote. Yeah, that's I like good. that. That's, that's pretty accurate. Uh, you know that's going down, and that's why it's a beautiful thing. It absolutely is. <laughs> hey, I wanted to get your opinion. We were talking about this earlier. We again, of course, had the uh, pleasure of watching the Memphis Grizzlies play last night, and we've been talking about a uh, Mike Conley. We kind of finished up this conversation before we went to break. Can the I NBA won- <laughs> survive in St. Louis? <laughs> I think after, after seeing actually the way the city of Memphis responded, obviously. Uh, from what we saw, it would be a it would be a no brainer that the NBA could certainly work here in St. Louis. So I think, I, that, I I think we can push that it, question. To I bed. think it would. Oh, absolutely. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe, oh no, but... I don't think you're naive. I think again, if you have a, the proper ownership group and you get the businesses to gather around and support it, right, it yeah. I don't even think it has to be too much marketing. I think you tell you're telling me that you can have an Anthony Davis here on a Wednesday night, and then a Kevin Durant on a Friday night, and then a Carmelo Anthony on a next Monday night, you would be able to get a lot of folks from around the area to come to watch basketball. But my question more so had to do with uh, the market of the game and when it comes to these player salaries. And we talked about, we'll talk about it, of course, maybe with a Dexter Fowler coming into his first season, a really nice contract with the Cardinals. He's going to have high expectations with that. We mentioned Mike Conley, $30 million a year contract. Is it fair for a fan base to frequently critique a player's performance simply based on how much they're making a year? Um, I mean, I guess it's fair for fans can do whatever they want. That's part of the uh, fun and also part of the illogical nature of being a fan. 
so I, it's fair. Um, but I do think that there's, I, you know, when you're making more money, you're expected to produce more. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's totally fair on both accounts. Even if I disagree with it, I'd say it's still fair for them to voice their their fan opinion. But, um, God, I, I'm just having these visions of an NBA team here in St. Louis. Oh, my goodness, won, you should have seen us yesterday. If an NBA team, <laughs> the, thing is, the, sound, the thing is that if the team won, people in St. Louis would show up for it. People in St. Louis have showed up for slew basketball when it was Ball, when it was Larry Hughes, when it was Anthony Bonner. People showed up for Mizzou at the Bragging Rights games every year because Mizzou was always good. Yeah. So it ain't about the sport. If you, if it, I think if there's just this notion, this like mindset that there's, you know, that NBA players are spoiled or something, and I, and maybe that kind of goes to your question a little bit, Travis, sure, about sure. the fact that these guys do make a ton of money. Yeah. And unlike the NFL players who have a much bigger bigger chance of you know, career-threatening and potentially life-threatening injuries. They don't have guaranteed money. Uh, you know, it, it pays to be an NBA. I always joked around and thought that being a, a bench player in the NBA would probably be the best way to live. Yes. Like Jack Haley and Judd Bushler, <laughs> those two dudes did it right. That's hilarious. It's very Absolutely. true. It's, uh, yeah. And they played well into their 30s. And they had a couple championship rings and to show won. for it they as well. And they played with Jordan? Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> you got the, you had the, the best seat in the house Go the to your hometown on the planet. <laughs> and do camps for the rest of your life and live off that. Yeah. And, and you know that those – I've never met the gentleman, but I'm sure they're the guys that actually have a shrine in their basement, you know, like every <laughs> as if they were like the centerpiece. Right. The John Sallys of the world. Well, that's, yes. that's, yeah. what, that's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> Dishing on who was packing in his book after he leaves the NBA. What a guy. I love that guy. But, man, I was like, wow, you're really liberal with the uh, locker room notes, huh? Hey, before I get you out of here, I did want to see if I can get one last hot take from you. We uh, Draymond Green on the Dre Day podcast uh, went after the New York Knicks owner, James Dolan. And he used some terminology that I'm very sensitive to. But, I saw the headline. But yeah, he essentially said James it. Dolan, the owner of the New York Knicks, had a slave owner mentality. I'm very sensitive when it comes to that type of language. I think I understand what he's trying to say. I don't think he did a good job at articulating it. I'm curious to get what, your words, your thoughts on uh, seeing that headline and what Draymond had to say. Well, like I said, I didn't actually read into it. So I don't know really, I don't know. I would need to look into it more, but I guess what is the issue? Why is he talking about the Knicks owner in the first place? I think after James Dolan interaction, I think a lot of players in the NBA are coming to uh, the rescue when it comes to the way Charles Oakley was treated a week ago by New York Knicks or Madison Square Garden security. Okay. And the way James Dolan has had a freight relationship with Knicks of the past. And I think the word is around league circles is that James Dole is considered one of the worst professional sports owners in all of sports, and that he has a very... Um, they ever meet Stan Kroenke? That's also what people keep bringing to mind when James Dolan's name gets dropped. But I, I don't know. I was curious if you your thoughts on when players I, throw that kind would, of terminology yeah, out think, there. I don't... It's, it's hard for me to justify him using that terminology when, you know, the players themselves are making the money they're making, you know? Right, and right. it's like... You know, it, it's it's. I don't think it's my place to to comment as far as like until I you know read more into it or whatever. But it just seems it seems totally childish 
Like I think if he's got a if he's got a legitimate gripe, and I'm not saying he doesn't, mm-hmm. there's a better you know there's better ways you can package the message so it's it's not so um, divisive. I guess is really the word that gets tossed around, but that's probably what this is. Uh, well, it is that I think. I mean, sure, am I wrong yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. No, I I know. I think that's I think you can articulate your point on how terrible James Dolan is without that being the case because. Again, I now, think you, I think yeah, you water and, down slavery, if you will, when you when you say something yeah, like that. And, and that's and that's kind of what I was trying to say is that it kind of de- it demeans the the whole the reality of of history. Almost. Right. You right. know, it's like you know here is it. Yeah, you guys get what I'm saying. We oh, absolutely. No, no, no. We for hours do. about that, but no, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I, I would also just say when like ESPN has that headline on the screen. And that's where I saw it. They need to have, instead of just having them mention it, they need to, if they're actually going to mention it, they need to actually bring people in from both sides to like have a constructive conversation. You don't, that's a part of the problem. You don't do the PTI, the pardon the interruption PTI of quick hitting 60 second reaction for for sensitive topics like that. You know what I'm saying? That's just long form. And the fact that I can realize that and they don't, it's kind of sad, but hey, uh, it's better living in St. Louis than Bristol anyway. <laughs> That's a great point. You can follow Pat on Twitter, at Patrick Emig, and uh, do us a favor. Go see Pat, myself, Carly, Travis, whoever's running it uh, for some night, trivia. By the way. What how, was that? How- Packed house last night. Very nice at Joey B's on, uh, on Manchester. And also, speaking of Manchester, since Hot Shots TMA Live is going down tonight, Pat has nicely opened up his home to listeners if they want to stay there yes. tonight because that's Pat's neck of the woods. Um, yeah, I, the, the, go get lit and hot shots and then go stay with Pat. There will be Pat. an extreme vetting process for those who actually <laughs> Extreme stay. vetting, very good. Extreme sad, vetting as sad, in do you, very sad. do you have a vagina? <laughs> right. Uh, anatomy could play a part in this. I don't want to get into any feminist arguments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Pat. Good talking to you, brother. PTI yeah. brought to we'll you. Talk, uh, we'll talk soon. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. Are you guys going to be around this weekend? Oh, yeah. It's going to be a okay. very nice weekend. So hopefully we'll see that face of yours. Sounds like a plan. Bye, right. Carly. Bye. Hashtag <laughs> PTI. Pardon the Emig with Pat Emig presented by Hannigan Team Realty. And we mentioned that Andy Hannigan was in Las Vegas. He's right this second hobnobbing, hanging out, learning and sharing information with the most talented real estate agents and professionals in the world in Las Vegas. So that helps you right here in St. Louis. He'll help you in Missouri or Illinois. He's a buying and selling machine, Travis. Yeah, he is. Is that okay? He's a boss. It is okay. That's right. Andy Hannigan, wearelivehomes.com. Love working with Andy and being a part of the team. Check it out, 314-730-LI. VE for all of your buying and selling needs here in St. Louis, Missouri, and Illinois. Trav, you want to do some uh, that one segment, or you want to get out of here? What do you want to do? You know what? Let's let's uh, just let's just end the show. That's well, yeah. I think well, I, we don't have to do some ter- fair fault, but I did want to bring up this story we talked about a little bit on our road trip back to Memphis. Thank goodness. And, no, I, I thought this would be a good thing to end on some good news, and because uh, it's considering all that goes on in the world. It is important to point out the good people. And the city of Detroit uh, lost a very important man, uh, Mike Lich, Lich, excuse me, uh, who was the former owner of the Detroit Tigers and the Detroit Red Wings. And, of course, the founder of uh, Gaines' favorite place, 
Little Caesars Pizza. Pizza, pizza. Five dollars. <laughs> uh, but it was these stories about his generosity. He was a very big philanthropist, especially in the Michigan area. And these stories are coming out now, of course, of some of the things he did. He didn't do it for publicity. He didn't do it for attention or fame. Uh, he did it because he, by all accounts, was an extremely kind man. And this story struck to me uh, that really stood out. And it was uh, Lich. He decided for, for almost the last 10 years of her life. Uh, he paid the rent for the great Rosa Parks uh, when she was on the verge of being evicted from her home. Uh, he stepped up and uh, paid her rent immediately uh, following the incident that took place. Uh, she was in a battle between the state of Michigan and the lieutenant governor about her place where she lived being a historical property, et cetera. And she wow. couldn't afford to keep up on it. But Litch stepped in and paid Mrs. Rosa Parks um Rent. And I think considering everything that's going on presently in the world, uh, whether it's going on with our president or with our local officials, it's good to know that there are great men and women out here who are still who have given to our community. And I wanted to highlight that because I thought that was one of the coolest stories I had to read so far in 2017. Certainly is. And we want to thank you guys for tuning in, being part of the show, your continued support. Again, check out the private Facebook group, Friends of Wall. Join it today. Come see us March 1st, March 2nd at the Nano Pub at Southtown Pub for Target Practice Live. Get your tickets online. Wanting to sell this out by the end of this week. Uh, we'll see. We're close. Getting there. Get in. Get your tickets. Come out. Hang out with us. Have a blast. March 1st, March 2nd for Target Practice Live. Been an excellent show, and tomorrow Gaines will tell you where we're going to be. But uh, last show on two to four p.m., and then uh, we'll have some news soon. Bring cookies about the next yeah, spot that. that we'll be in. But uh, <laughs> can, big can thanks. I, can I do that with the being our last show on two to four? Can I request food? Uh, no, we're not going out like that. Carly, Carly, do it. Please bring cookies. Yes. Please don't tell Deadman. Yeah, don't tell and Jack in the Box. <laughs> That's right. Big thanks to everybody. And uh, you guys have a great afternoon. Tell them about it, Gaines. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at We Are Live Radio. Chris and Travis are on Twitter, too. At Black to the Future and at Tweet Them. And Gaines is on Twitter, too. At Gaines Tweet. And Carly's on Twitter. And Carly's not safe for content and featured interviews. Visit WeAreLiveRadio.com, iTunes, Inside STL, and the Android Store. The line change is up next. We'll see you tomorrow at South Broadway South Broadway Athletic Club at 2. The guy is drunk!